Welcome to Snow the Goalie, Flyers podcast. I am Russell Joy, at Joy on Broad on Twitter, co-host of Crossing Broadcast, and here we are, Snow the Goalie, a Flyers podcast. Uh, I am joined, as always, by Flyers beat writer for CrossingBroad.com, Anthony Sanfilippo. Anthony, would you like to uh, say anything really brilliant right off the bat? I'd like to just say hi. You know, I mean, this is we're finally talking about hockey here on Crossing Broad. I know a lot of people have been uh, pushing for this lately, and now we have the opportunity to do it. And, uh, and, and, and I'm really excited about it, Russ. And this is, this is something you know, we waited till the end of the season, but it doesn't matter. There's always time to talk about hockey. And, and I'm excited that we're going to have the opportunity to provide this uh, every week. Yep, this has been a thing, uh, just kind of working on that anchor show, uh, Crossing Broadcast. A lot of times, the Flyers uh, throughout the season have have kind of fallen by the wayside, which sucks. Uh, The Eagles were in the midst of a Super Bowl run, and, you know, for better or worse, a lot of the people who were listening to the show uh, really wanted to hear a lot of Eagles stuff, and we were mixing in the Sixers because they were hot. And then, out of nowhere, the Flyers went from a mediocre team to um, an absolutely incredible stretch. Uh, where, you know, post-Super Bowl, where they just simply could not lose in regulation. And then all of a sudden, they climbed to number one in the Metropolitan Division. And, you know, we said, hey, you know what, the Flyers uh, deserve to have a lot more coverage. And it feels like, at least in our town, uh, there's just not a lot of uh, of podcasts that cover the Flyers. And I don't think um, a lot of shows are, are doing the team justice. So here we are. Uh, Anthony, luckily, is uh, one of the beat writers. So he's Often down with the uh, with the uh, the team, Anthony. Give the people a little bit of background about your uh, your history covering the sport, especially the Flyers. Yeah, so I've been covering the Flyers since 2000. Um, I started with um, uh, back in the day when um, what is now NBC Sports Network um, was called ComcastSportsNet.com. Um, and I was back then I was doing games for free for them. Um, I would, I would kind of double dip. Uh, I was occasionally freelancing for the associated press. So that's how I got credentialed and Comcast at the time was a fledgling, uh, website. And I got to know a couple of people there and they were like, Hey, do you want to do some flyer stories for us? And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, and, uh, so I started with that in 2000, I started covering them, uh, on a more regular basis in like Oh two. And, um, by 2004, the Delaware County times made me their full-time beat writer. And for all the, the newspapers in the, uh, in the family there, I bet they had uh, six newspapers at the time, uh, all around the, the Philadelphia suburbs as far North as Trenton. Um, and then I actually worked for, I did that for almost, uh, Eight years for them, I guess, eight seasons. And then I left the Daily Times to actually work for the Flyers themselves, running their website for two years. Um, and uh, so I did that as well. Um, you, wait, does that make you part of the establishment? I was for two, for two years. I was part of the establishment. Um, I was, uh, I, I was, you know, just writing the writing stories. I was supposed to be an independent uh, reporter for them. And I did, you know, do some stuff. Um, and you know, that was, that was critical. It wasn't all, you know, roses and, and rainbows for them. Um, but, uh, they, uh, I, I lasted two years there before NBC kind of came in, um, did an internal audit and made some changes at the, at the, uh, with the company and got rid of a bunch of people, um, including me. Um, so I was laid off uh, in 2014, 
kind of spent two seasons, you know, sporadically being down there, filling in for Associated Press and and the Sports Network uh, or Sports Exchange rather, um, which no longer covers hockey um, as a wire service, and then uh, joined you guys this for this season. So uh, it's great to be back down there on a regular basis and to you know you know see all of my old friends. Uh, with the team and uh, really be able to provide the kind of hockey coverage that I think sometimes is is missing um, because because people don't always want to you know ruffle feathers and I, I don't I don't mind doing that every once in a while it's, it's kind of how I made my career um, from a small suburban little newspaper um, by be, not being afraid to, to say what's what's really on my mind. So uh, hopefully that's why uh, people are coming to Crossing Broad to read about the Flyers, and hopefully that's why they'll come on to the Snow the Goalie podcast to listen to us talk about the Flyers. Uh, I don't want to you know make it sound like I'm about to have a love fest here for Anthony, which uh, I am, but I think uh, you know likely the people who are listening to this have been following your work for a while and have been reading you on the website. Uh, if not, if you're just somebody who's been following Anthony on Twitter, saw the podcast come out, and you haven't been checking out his work on CrossingBroad.com, you need to do it ASAP. Um, I've always found that Anthony's work is a perfect mix of uh, giving you the storyline, giving you exactly what you need to hear, um, both on and off the ice, but then also kind of mixing in, uh, in his own way, um, you know, being aware of the analytics, but not making uh, you read an article that's going to require a PhD or, you know, three Advil prior to uh, to consuming it. So I, I think Anthony's <laughs> struck a really, really good uh, balance here. And, you know, for the most part, uh, Anthony's stuff is also free, which is pretty nice. Uh, you know, I'm not saying anything about anybody else who does or doesn't cover a, a sport or the flyer specifically, but uh, Anthony does a really great job. Uh, just overall giving you the, the perfect picture of what the Flyers uh, are. So, Anthony, uh, you know, kudos to you on your, your work. Uh, Thanks, Russ. I appreciate that. You know, it, it's interesting because, um, you know, I, I, I keep getting labeled as, as, you know, this old guy who, who doesn't trust the analytics. And I don't find that that's true. I, I certainly think that there is a place for them in the sport. I certainly think that they provide value um, for, for people. I, I just don't think you can listen to it. 100%. You can't be a slave to the analytics because it's not a sport that that can really measure a lot of the game just yet analytically and statistically and I think those things kind of get lost in the shuffle and you know it's funny to say well we're going to just do the eye test. Well it's not really an eye test so much as it is understanding personalities and understanding what goes into a sport that cannot be measured statistically. And I think if you're able to combine the two and use one to kind of support the other, I think it I think it works. But if you sit there and try and say, well, the numbers say this, so this is what it is, you're never going to get anywhere. And I think that if you really if you look around the league, you know, the Arizona Coyotes hired a general manager who was twenty seven years old at the time and he was like this analytics guru. He was going to, you know, put the sport on its ear. And he's been there now three seasons and they've only gotten worse they're the you know one of the worst teams in the league and it's all because he's one one way you know looks at things one one way and one way only i think if you if you're able to balance that a little bit more then it then it works and yeah so i i will fight with the with the math geeks on twitter a lot of the time um, because they're so focused in one way but if i can at least impart some wisdom that's not analytical and say but yeah but you could still look at this and say yeah okay now you see why things aren't really working this for this team um i think that's an that's an okay mixture i agree totally um 
So I, I guess we're not going to, you know, argue about Fenwick and Corsi right now, or or do we? Uh, no. And no. you know what the funny thing is? It's not even those. It's funny. Like if I now mention a, a Corsi stat online, you know what? You know what these analytics nerds do now? Now they'll say, well, you know, that's not that doesn't tell the whole story. Well, wait a second. Like three years ago, you guys were telling us that was the most important thing. Now all of a sudden, because we realize that it's not as good of a measure as everybody made it out to be, now you're going to tell me that it's no good anymore. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So now the thing that they're measuring is high danger zones. Okay, um, they're going to tell you that the the place in front of the net in the slot between the circles is the best place to score from. Like we needed to know this, Russ. We needed okay. to know that that's where you're going to score most of your goals from. They haven't. We haven't been hearing people say for for generations that you need to get to the net, that you need to get to the greasy area, the dirty area in front of the net, because that's where you're going to score from. Hello, I get it. We all get it. So you don't need to to waste time measuring where shots are coming from and how many are coming from in there and how many are coming from outside. You can tell teams that win are going to get into those areas and score. Teams that don't win are not getting there. It's pretty cut and dry. And to sit there and measure this is, I think, is, is a waste of your time. You want to do it. More power to you. You got that free time. Go ahead. It's great. It's another little statistical measurement. We could show the heat map. I've used it. I've used it in my stories. I put that heat map up there. That's all well and good. It, it looks pretty. Um, but I'm not necessarily certain that that's telling us anything more about a, a team or a player uh, than... Than, than we already knew. Uh, I'm just thinking the only person that maybe needed to know that was uh, Dave Hackstall. I'm trying to think. It was a game a month and a half ago or so where they had, I think, was it zero or, or, or one attempt from in the slot in a game? <laughs> they but, did. You know, so, ma- so maybe maybe Dave Hackstall needs it, um, but I, I don't necessarily think that we do. Anyway, before we end up going on a on a very long diatribe here about the Flyers and Dave Hackstall and everything else, I think this is a good place to wrap for now. We sure, just kind of yeah. wanted to let the people know that Snow the Goalie is going to be the go-to for Flyers podcasts. And Anthony, as of right now, the plan is we'll be trying to get some players uh, or coaches and or coaches, I guess I should say, to have uh, you know some exclusive content to the podcast that won't just be you know the regular audio clips that you would hear from the scrum with all of the other beat writers. So hopefully you know as people are um, you know subscribing to the show, uh, those are things that we're going to be able to put out there for the people, uh, give you the best coverage possible on Snow the Goalie. Yeah, Anthony, I'm any- looking forward to it. No, I'm, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get a, to get uh, some uh, one-on-one interviews or, or even if we can work it out to get one of the guys actually on the show with both of us as opposed to just me. Um, that way you can ask some questions too, Russ, and it doesn't just seem like I'm the only one who can who can you know conduct an interview. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be a good God thing God help well. us if that happens. <laughs> what kind of questions could I possibly ask? Well, you know what you'll dear, do is you'll, dear, put it out, dear, you'll put it out on Twitter. You'll say, guys, we're going to have so-and-so on the show. What should I ask him? And and then you'll get 8,000 idiot responses and like three r- legitimate questions. But of course, the idiot responses won't come from the people who are subscribing to Snow the Goalie because those <laughs> are obviously the smartest, the best, right. and the brightest, those and the, the greatest Flyers fans we have. All the other ones are terrible. But yeah. the people who listen to this show, of course, are the best and brightest we possibly have. And we are very appreciative of those people who give us a shot. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as it comes out. Uh, it will be v- available in iTunes, Google Play, and I think just about anywhere that you get your podcasts. As of right now, we'll be posting this through the Art19 platform, which is where all of the Crossing Broad podcast shows are going to be. Um, That's part of a a much larger rollout we have. We have Snow the Goalie. We have Crossing Broad FC. It's always soccer in Philadelphia, Crossing Broadcast, 
and crossed up a Phillies podcast. So all those things are going to be coming out. Make sure you uh, follow Crossing Broad on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at Joy on Broad and Anthony at Ant San Philly. I got that right this time. For once. I know, right? <laughs> uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. And we will, uh, you know, we'll be we'll be getting this thing going. And check the website for Anthony's fantastic coverage of the Philadelphia Flyers as they prepare for what will hopefully be a lengthy playoff run, as long as Dave Haxtall, you know, plays the kids and doesn't send Tra- Travis Sanheim off to Siberia. Yeah, you're you're very you're a very hopeful man, Russ. I, God bless you. <laughs> we have to have hope. If we don't have hope, what do we have? I hear you. All right, we will talk to everybody coming up soon. Uh, probably Thursday of this week.